Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. Today on Brainstorming Plus Tax, I want to talk a little bit about the brainstorming side of things in what can we do to help business, especially the small business, when you look at other programs that are being done elsewhere in the world for the pandemic that's occurring and the obviously resulting economic slowdown, UK and France are, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 80%, if not higher, of workers' wages to a capped amount that is greater than the median income. And so it brings me to wonder, what can we do here in Canada? The federal government basically came out and, and offered a breadcrumb of 10% of, of employees' wages. However, if you follow me on LinkedIn, you'd see that I've already ran the numbers shortly thereafter, their press release, and it's not really helping any small business. I mean, it's you know it's better than zero, but let's be honest, uh, anything better than zero doesn't mean it's going to save jobs. So right now, small business owners, if they were to continue to pay their staff, even with a, a slowdown in work, They'll get 10% of the employee wages, but there's a cap of $1,375 per employee and $25,000 per employer. In order to get the $1,375, it means that businesses would have to pay $13,750 in wages first. There's restrictions on who qualifies. In other words, you have to be eligible for the small business deduction. So larger employers, larger retailers that are much bigger than that basically would still be putting a strain on the employment insurance system by laying off all their staff. Now, if a business pays 13750 in gross wages, this also means that they will have already paid $721.88 in employer CPP and $304.15 in employment insurance on the employer side. So that's $1,026.03 in total. So really, on that $13,750 that you might pay your employee over three months, you're uh, only really getting a $350 savings by knocking off the employment or employer portion of the payroll taxes and then saying, here's $350 bucks to keep them on. I don't think that's going to be enough to save any jobs or help people through this economic downturn that is going to happen as a result of the pandemic. And I think drastic events require drastic measures. And so uh, what I would be proposing is that whatever the EI maximum amount is, having that amount being paid per employee per month to the employers of that employee if they keep them on. This will allow for the money that would normally be flowing through EI through the process with with filling out records of employment, which currently some people are having trouble getting because they don't have paper copies, because they don't have any layoffs in the before today. And the ROE web system requires a two-step verification to get you set up. And the second step is through mail. And so that is also putting a time frame delay on this type of processing. I think it would be much simpler to basically have employers who are filing and filling out payroll forms, when they send that information in, be able to get the EI uh, amount for each of the employees, get the EI amount for each of the employees to subsidize that wage. Now, it's not a 75 or 80% coverage that would be ideal that we're seeing in other countries. However, I think if you're planning on enhancing EI and putting a lot more people into the system 
and the system needs to be able to take it. And when we talk about flattening the curve, it's not just for healthcare. It's also for Service Canada, who deals with CPP, EI, and old age security, and, and other support benefit payments. As such, I think the ability for Service Canada to handle that level of payment might be very difficult. And so we should be looking to employers as a resource to get out this money to the, the people that need it. And by having them pay the employees this EI amount, or as, in essence, having it as a, a wage subsidy to the employer, so that way they can keep on the employee, the employee can still get that amount coming and flowing. So even if the employer is unable to keep them on or is unable to keep them working, they would be able to flow them the EI amount to them directly rather than through the EI programs, which just will not have the capacity to do so. So that's my brainstorm. If you like it, share it, put it on LinkedIn, put it on Facebook, on Twitter, and tell everybody to maybe talk to their MPs about it. And let's try and get all through this together. Take care, everyone. And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening.